Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Support WrestleTalk. Donate on Patreon. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis once again. Get used to it, folks, for the next two weeks. I am joined. By Chopper Pequenel. Well, hello there. Hi. How's it going? Is that your thing? No. I'm j- well, I just hello talk. there. Well, hi. Hello there. How's hello, it going? Hello. Hi. I, I don't know what to say. I'm just saying words. I'm saying hello to you. This is where you can make up a catchphrase. You can have a whole New Age Outlaws spiel. A whole <sighs> Enzo Amore and Big Cass that thing that you could do. Seems like a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can handle that. If you want a t-shirt, mate. You'll get some <laughs> catchphrases over. That's true. I have none right now. I'll think on it. Yeah. And I'll debut it tomorrow in the NXT round. No, I won't. <laughs> have you got a good closing line this time? No, not at all. Haven't thought about it for a second. you just kind of panicked. I did. And stopped talking. Yep. That's what I do. I, we're going to have more of the same today. Wait. Can't wait. So, um, <coughs> we've just had a very interesting conversation in the office mm. about... Uh, it started. I say started. Toilet chat. Toilet chat. And uh, Randy Andy Datsun came in with the, li- the line well, of sh- the entire Well, should, should I get up the uh, what happened first? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me try and find this. That would be Because I've immediately amusing. destroyed it. Oh, no. Have you deleted it already? Uh, no, I've got it. Oh, we got it. Okay, good. Here we so, go. So uh, we work in a, a, a building that has many different companies in it. And we all share some facilities, facilities like dishwashers, microwaves, desks at the front of the, you know, like a receptionist area. And of course, women's toilets, mm-hmm. not men's toilets. <laughs> men's toilets are spotless. I will and have eaten off the floor there. <laughs> You've eaten off the floor? This is in regards. You can't just skip over that. You've eaten the off le- the floor. No, uh, so this was sent yesterday. And I read it to the office just in case it, any of them were the, the culprit. <laughs> uh, urgent. It saddens us to have to send this. Hello again. Apologies for the tone of this email, but we need to get this message across to one unknown person from within quite a big mailing list who is a regular user of the female toilets on the first floor. A lot of people that could be. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people. And then a picture of a... <laughs> A toilet mm. just crammed with toilet paper. Yeah, like fold nearly to the brim. Yeah, it's spilling out. Paper. Yeah, it's um, really bad. Now, I can see a little bit of brown. 
mm-hmm. little bit of brownie red mm-hmm. in the bottom left. Yep. But we don't know what horrors lie beneath this <laughs> tissue because it's all it's all white tissue apart from that little smudge right there, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the email continues. Previously, this has caused the toilet to block on a number of different occasions, which has caused continued disruption to the other users. Our builder has always dutifully <laughs> duty wreck. Rectumfied The situation Having to dismount the basin At least twice (sighs) To unblock At least twice Only to be presented with a very similar situation On further occasions Mm. We will no longer consider this to be a careless act And will not tolerate this disrespectful behaviour going forward You have been warned That is threatening So of course I took Andy to one side The women's toilet, so of course yeah. it'll be Randy. Yeah. Uh, well, well, and then we then we just started speaking about why would so much tissue be in there? Yeah. And Andy said privately to me, <laughs> "Well, sometimes you just want to stop the splashback." <laughs> I think that the one line that got me was he said that to you privately, and then he turned to the office as mm. a whole, and the line he said that just cracked me up was, "You know, I've got a real problem with splashback." Yeah. It's ah, oh, it is such a good line, and we all just died laughing because it was so weird. And he said that he has particularly shaped excretion <laughs> that compounds the splashback problem. When an Andy Poo hits the water, for whatever reason in his head, that creates a worse splashback than a normal poo. Like a tidal wave. I yeah, I'm not gonna I could say <laughs> I could say many more things. But yeah. So we so all learned something. It was I hope he's okay with us sharing this. He's definitely not I but bet that's he loves okay. it. Oh yeah. He loves it really. He's getting mentioned on a podcast. There's so many, so much exposure coming from that. Where did you stand on mine and Luke's urinal debate? Oh, I discussed this with uh, with Luke uh, on a, on a uh, thing that I was with Luke. What? I think. The upstairs toilets, where it's just two urinals and Wait, two. Wait, no. What? Remind me again, because I I I said that don't stand next to one, don't stand next to a person if there's a cubicle free. You go in the cubicle. If the cubicles are taken, though. Got to stand next to a person. That's it. Yeah, that that was my standing. Two urinals, two yeah. cubicles. Mm-hmm. I'm at a urinal. Both yeah. cubicles are free. Luke comes next to me at the urinal. Yeah, you should have gone in the in the cubicle first. He should have gone. Yes, he yeah. should have. Yes, but if both cubicles are taken, then he's got to stand next yeah, to you. Yeah, but and that's I, it. I, I, yeah, I'm with you there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, even in that situation, I would have just mm-hmm. gone, just ran away because <laughs> that would that would pressure me too much. <laughs> Get stage fright. But what you you're agreeing with me? I'm I'm half agreeing with no, you. No, 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 no. Okay. You're not. Because the, the whole <laughs> thing was about both cubicles being free. Then yes, then I'm in agreement with you. So you're with Luke on the walking, walking is exercise, yes, and you're with me on the toilet the, debate. And I'm with I think I'm with Luke on the civil no! wardrobe. I think I re- if I remember correctly. Um, so I'm saying that we should have like a standardized sizes in every mm. shop to make it much easier to shop. Why not, right? I think I think that's agreed upon. Yes. Although logistically I still think it's difficult considering Correct. the amount of different body shapes that can be. Absolutely. But that that to me was more fundamentally about Luke refusing to spend more than three pounds on any <laughs> pair of item of clothing. I think you two are at two extremes. You spend I'm way very normal. You spend way too much and you expect I, am, I do you, not spend way too much. Your expectations of prices are way too high and Luke's are way too low. Yeah, Luke's were set when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah, and he's basing it off of kids 
kids' clothing when he was a kid it's been like tw- without inflation. I was going to say, it's been like 25 years of inflation yeah. since then. But. Milk doesn't cost the same. <laughs> uh, and also that he doesn't try anything on before he buys it. He's like, oh, it's a medium. It should fit me. See, I'm I'm terrible for that, but I know I should try it. Exactly. But I just don't because I can't be bothered. Oh, okay. Just, uh, Andy's just joined us. Uh, oh, we, we immediately told the splashback story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sure that 90% of the, the listeners agree that splashback is one of the worst feelings. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, world. yeah. I don't think anyone's in disagreement with no, that. I it's just... more that maybe, you, maybe you say you suffer it particularly yeah, because almost, of the shape of your... Almost every time I sit down for a poo, I I will get quite <laughs> a cold sphincter. <laughs> do, you, do you think that's because of anything you're doing wrong? Uh, I think I just have incredible force. Yeah. Yeah. The trajectory. Because mm-hmm. I'm... I'm just, are, you, are you standing up from a very high... It's, I think it's just because you... I'm, so, I'm not a stander-upper. Anyone who stands up to wipe is, is the worst. Um, <sighs> My lady partner does it and it drives me insane. But that just means she's going to wipe up her back. Anyway. It um, drives me insane. What? I know. Wait, I've, n- I've never heard this Do as a thing. you stand up? No. So I've, I've literally, when I was younger... Uh, my friend was on the toilet. I didn't realise he was... And I just walked in, and he was standing there wiping. Next to the mic, mate. Sorry for for listeners, but he was just standing up wiping his bum. We know what standing up is. You'd have to give us a visual demonstration. I know, I felt like I had to. I'm I'm an actor. (laughs) Luke Luke has gone for two episodes, (laughs) and this is where the office chat's gone Um, to. But yeah, we need Luke to sit awkwardly in the corner, smirking. Yeah. I just, and then we stop talking about this. I just, I just feel like <laughs> I'm so competitive that I feel like I need to be good at splashback. So you're well. the best at splashback. Yeah. Uh, I think you missed it. Andy also said earlier that he is better than the women's national Thai goalkeeper. She was rubbish. <laughs> Because, of course, United States beat Thailand. A record-breaking 13-0 last but night. Honestly... Is... If anyone has seen the match, it was like a group of professionals against a group of small children. Mm. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't a fair match. It was a height difference. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. On the on the corners, like I'm not sure Thailand would have won a header even if they'd been wearing high heels. Do they know what a header is? Mm. Just keep crossing it into the box. Am I right? Yeah. Exactly. Football. Put it into Just the danger put it zone. Into the Net. Square it. Square it. Square it. The corridor of uncertainty. Splash back. Back door. <laughs> yeah. All, all, all the terms. Jogging. Um, right. <laughs> uh, we'll save all the emails for the outro then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We got, we, we got uh, stuck on our own email. We did. Uh, so let's uh, let's get into the show. We're going to be discussing who will fight Alistair Black. Here's the show. Alistair Black has been in a cupboard for about 10 weeks now since he was drafted to SmackDown in the Superstar Shake-Up. Someone should probably check on him. And I think I'm over it now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was never super into it in the first place Mm. just because it reeked of old Bray Wyatt stuff and we saw where that went. And we like um, the new Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah, stuff. the new Bray Wyatt. It's fantastic. That's why it's specifically said old Bray Wyatt. Uh, and when he first debuted, I was really excited, amazing promos, and really excited. And then it went nowhere. And I was like, it's just going to be that all over again. So I stopped myself from getting excited for it. By all means, the promos are good, very well delivered, but it seems a bit rambly and a bit wordy. 
and now it's just dragged on past the point of even meaning anything. Like, there was part parts of it when I was like, oh, this is still a really good promo, but I'm going to try and not get myself excited for it. But now I don't even have to tell myself to not get excited for it. Now I'm just like, can you just fight someone now? Like, mm-hmm. it, it's, got, it's gotten past that point of staleness now. Yeah, or diminishing returns. Because I don't think it's completely ineffective. Because when these started, Alistair Black would do a usual NXT-style Alistair Black promo, which is what his character down there was very stoic, and serious, and he'd deliver a promo without a great deal of inflection. And that's great if you already know the character. I mean, one of the benefits of that happening in NXT was he was silent for so long Mm -hmm. before he actually spoke. So you already had a presence. But you do have to re-establish yourself on the main roster. You can't just carry it up, unfortunately, because loads of people don't watch NXT. Like, the vast majority of people who watch main roster stuff don't watch NXT. So... About four weeks into these promos, he actually started to shout at things. Mm-hmm. And he'd, he he went a bit Heath Ledger Joker at some points, I'd even argue. Mm-hmm. And his, his motivation has always been, I want someone to come and fight me. Come on, someone knock on that door. I'm waiting here. And at this week's promo, he did all the same stuff. He said, open the door. And some stagehand opened the door. More light came on, on him. Thematically, this is pretty good stuff because it's yeah. all about fading to black. He's letting light in. All that, you know, so you've got this whole light and dark thing going on. And then he starts screaming at the door. Come on, someone come and pick a fight. But it's been so many weeks now. That it has jumped the shark, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not thinking, yeah, come on, Black, let's do this, or come on, someone challenge this guy. I'm thinking, just go out to the ring, mate. <laughs> the door's right there. It's just been opened. Just walk out of it and go find someone. Yeah, because now just I go pick a fight. Now I don't think you're this cool badass babyface. Now I'm starting to think, well, why are you just hanging out in this room? being pretty inactive like it feels like you've got no agency here yeah exactly and it's not his fault because this is just like it's them not knowing what to do with him and probably not having any plans and just going in a holding pattern just waiting until they can find something for him to do so they've just said cut the same promo again uh just go do that um and he's done very well with it like i'd I'd say his promo skills over this what eight ten week period how long it's been have improved drastically throughout it. And I think the promo style, as you mentioned, has changed as well, which has helped with that. But he's displayed a side of him that I didn't know he had because he was very kind of stoic, serious, not much inflection. His promo skills weren't his strong point in NXT. Now I'm watching this promo, I'm like, he can cut a damn good promo. Like, that's really good stuff. It's just a shame that it doesn't mean anything now. Um, But I I really just want him to have a fight now. Mm. It's got to that point where I'm just like, just... Walk out the door, pick someone that's cool, and have a feud with them. That is just wrestle. You're on a wrestling show. <laughs> wrestle, please. Knowing WWE, they'll they'll hear this. Maybe it is time for Alistair Black to have a fight. Our truth. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll he'll just run outside or finally walk out the door. Oh and it's my all a big setup for, for the, the undercard for the chasing 24/7. truth. Or maybe oh truth gosh. goes in there. I yeah. mean, this is quite a funny... Here we Truth's go. outside in the corridor. Come on, it's like, quick, hide in here, hide in here. He opens the door, he walks in, and he's like, it's a dark room, and Alistair Black's <laughs> sitting there. And he goes, finally. <laughs> <laughs> hits, hits him with the black mass. So you I, said... I can't tell whether that would be amazing or terrible, or both. It'll be funny, but then we'll all be very deeply sad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so you said about Black, WWE obviously not having any plans for him, mm. really. 
and you've got to look at the trajectory of his call-up. Alistair Black said this week that that call-up, where it was Champa, Gargano, mm-hmm. Ricochet and himself, that was a last-minute decision. Yes. So there were no plans for him then. And then they lumped him in a tag team with Ricochet. So like, OK, it's going to be Ricochet and Alistair Black. They're a tag team. They're in the sort of raw tag team title mix and sometimes SmackDown too. Then WrestleMania happens. Mm-hmm. Then the Superstar Shake-Up happens. And they draft Black and Ricochet to the same brand. Yep. Those are the plans. The plans we now have are tag team plans. But they screwed up the rest of the roster because Black was now separated from Andrade. Or I can't remember which way round it was. Andra- uh, Andrade, Andrade and Charlotte were separated. Yes. Because Andrade and Vega were moved to Raw. Yep. And WWE tend to not these days at least... Don't break up real-life couples, especially not married ones. Mm-hmm. Alistair Black is married to Andrade's manager, Zelina Vega. So they were together. But Andrade has to move back to SmackDown to keep Charlotte happy mm-hmm. because they're dating in real life. Yep. So Black has to move with them to stay with Vega. The ricochet thing's broken up. They now have no plans. Um, holding pattern. Let's just make you cut some promos. And they haven't come up with anything since. Exactly. And I think ricochet... <laughs> has actually benefited from that slightly. Getting a bit more singles exposure, being able to do matches with Cesaro, now he's kind of milling around in the US title picture. That's not terrible. I don't think that's what the plans they had, but I think he's slightly benefited from splitting from Black, because before they were just kind of a tag team in a in a tag team division that didn't mean anything. Now at least Ricochet's having some singles matches, and he's getting some crowd reactions, and he's showing what he can do in the ring. Black has suffered massively, because he's just not really been seen. At all, I'd say. I I would say Black's actually coming off better because Ricochet, to me, is already becoming Raw's Finn, Finn Balor. That's true. Because he's been beaten by Cesaro for no reason after being undefeated for uh, a string of matches. Mm. And he's just like, you will lose to the big guys. You'll have a, a kind of competitive match against people your own size, but ultimately you're just there to do a few spots and you'll get beaten by Braun Strowman or Bobby Lashley or whoever. Whereas at least Alistair Black has been kept away from any rubbish storyline booking. That's true. And, and I think Ricochet has not floundered, but he's definitely flattened out. Uh, but I do agree, and I, I said it at the time, Black and Ricochet, that them as a tag team is less than the sum of its parts. Correct. They're solo stars. Yeah. They're, and and that them being separated is a good thing. But yeah, Alistair Black needs to have a fight now. So who, who, who do you think, who, who would you put in this mix? Um... Well, if if they didn't have a segment on this week's show with Apollo Crews, I would have said Andrade would have been a cool one to do. Mm. Um, one, they already we already know they have great chemistry from their NXT TakeOver matches. Um, I think they'd be really great in-ring segments, which would hopefully get both of them, well, at least one of them over in terms of in-ring performances because crowds actually like it when people wrestle well. Um, and I think they just have a really good program together. Plus... It would make sense for Andrade to go looking after Black because he feels that he's, you know, undervalued or not utilized or something like that. And he'd be like, hey, you've been looking for a fight. I want to fight. Let's do this. And then they have like a cool feud together. Plus, you've got Zelina Vega in there, which is always a nice link. Mm. I think that'd be fun. That'd yeah. be my pick. Yeah, I think Andrade is a great first shout. Uh, I'd prefer for him, for Black to go, okay, no one's, if you're going to go with this storyline, no one's challenging me. So I'm just going to come out and squash some local enhancement talent mm-hmm. for eight weeks. Well, maybe not that long, but for a pay-per-view cycle, and then you move on to an actual proper storyline feud with Andrade, and then you can at least yeah. build him up again in the ring. <coughs> WWE tweeted 
a couple of days ago, though, an interesting string of people. They were like, mm. who do you think should face Alistair Black, folks? Randy Orton, big Shinsuke name. Nakamura. Not quite a big name, but Forgot he sure. was in the company. Yeah, me too. Uh, Kevin Owens. Big name. Maybe too big a name mm. uh, for, for a first feud. Finn Balor for the Intercontinental title. Would love that. I'd like to see that. Lars Sullivan. I would hate that, but... No, no, didn't, but... You, you want both guys to be strong for a while. Exactly. One of those people will have to lose if you put them against each other. Or Buddy Murphy. Who hasn't been seen on SmackDown since he's been drafted there. He cut a promo in an ad break once. <coughs> and that's it. So that's weird. Very weird. That WWE would say that like, oh, look at all these names. I'm Buddy Murphy. Mm-hmm. And like Laurie said in the office earlier... That says to me, it's going to be Buddy Murphy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I want to see that match. That would be fantastic. But I don't want either guy to lose exactly. in their first proper full feud on on SmackDown. Exactly. So, yeah. It would be really damaging, I think, to have to have one of them lose so early if they did put them in a feud together. It would make one of them look great, but you don't want to sacrifice the other because they're both absolute top stars mm. and you can't sacrifice either of them. So you really need to build both of them up at the same time and then have them on a collision course later on if you want to do a feud like that later on. But you need to build both of them up separately first. So I think Buddy Murphy's a poor choice for a yeah. first feud for Black. I think either squash matches and then Andrade or Finn Balor's in the ring. Black just comes out and says, you know, I- I'm going to answer you because no one's answering me. Black Mass. Pin, wins the Intercontinental title right away. That would be amazing. And that would be a really good thing. And, and Bal- you know, that those sorts of finishes kind of protect the person who lost because if you beat someone in one move, you can just say, oh, I wasn't ready for it. I was not loopy. Just yeah. like Goldberg, Brock Lesnar from Survivor Series 2016. Exactly, yeah. And I, I think I'm kind of tired of squash matches recently. There's been a lot of them, especially for people that I think don't need them. And then to have Black do squash, squash matches as well, I think would kind of lump him in with the other kind of people who are doing mm. those kind of matches. So I'd much prefer him to come out and do like a big victory, like a like a Balor or like a big name who'll come out and, you know, beat a Randy Orton first uh, first feud or something like that. I think that would be much more impactful and would make a star out of him much quicker. You don't want to see him against Lucha House Party? No. Good way to build him up? No. Well, what about your su- 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 super chats, folks? Hey, do you, want to, do you want my 10 seconds of opinion on this? Go on, then. Uh, I think it'd be quite fun to see Zelina Vega give her husband a spike, Rana. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, what was my other one? Um, the, well, we saw that on TakeOver. I know, but again, now, now that they're Doesn't married. Doesn't count. Now um, that they're married, it yeah. makes all the difference. And also, um, the Buddy Murphy one just has 50-50 booking. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's the good. worry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Before we get out of here, we've got to say a very big thank you to our $25 a month or more pledge hammers on Patreon. So thank you, Ken. I'm not eligible to get a case of craft beer. De Leon. Thank you very much, Ken. The chairman of the board, Jeff Hassanen. Leisure Suit Larry. So leisurely. Jonathan, King of the Ring. Yes. Krampus Kendall Ellis. There can only be one our legend. Big Sexy. Jimmy Genslinger. Mm. Yes. Uh, better than Bill, Dennis Hicks. Michael Plowman. <laughs> That's his name. That name again is Michael Plowman. Such a good name. Join him, John Iola. Iola. You've just got a name of vows. <laughs> Big Bad Blake Lloyd. Yeah. And yeah. finally, Martin Santoyo talking to me. Hey. Nice, nice very impression. Anyway, Super Chats is what we want, isn't it? Uh, and we start with Jobber JJ, who says, Shane took 30 minutes of the show. No Balor, Rusev, or Nakamura. Number one feels like... Number one, he feels like a top star, and WWE is not letting their talents get to their full potential. Yeah, we'll get on to this. Uh, we, yeah, we, we said will. it yesterday in the Raw review. We wanted to call it that again today. <laughs> we did. But we wanted to go for a kind of semi-positive question, not mm-hmm. Shane's... The, what did Simon say? Groundhog Shane. Gra- yeah. yeah, Groundhog Shane was a great name. <coughs> I, I, I wanted to call uh, this episode, Why Does Everything in WWE Suck? But, you know... Yeah, talk to you, talk to you off the cliff on that one. Yeah. Uh, Dustin Pylon says commentary was blaming Shane for the wild card limit being exceeded two weeks in a row. I wonder if that was a Vince fed line or was in the script. Who cares? Yeah, so it was six, it six wild cards on this show. I counted. 
What are the rules? What are the rules? No one cares. No, uh, one, no, one, no one cares anymore. So. Tim Arndt says, Hey, Ollie, do you reckon that Alexa slash Nikki's storyline would be better if it turned out Alexa had multiple personality disorder? It still wouldn't be good, but if it would explain her flip-flop character. The three faces of Alexa. No, I, I don't think it would be good. I think no. that would be really uh, sort of... That's a, that's the sort of stuff that you can work in if that was always the intention, but to mm. retroactively book that in, I, I think, would be disastrous. Yes, it would. Also, it doesn't work if you're going up against, like, your second in that story is Nikki Cross, who is meant to be insane. Who's <laughs> meant to be crazy. Yeah. So it just it just devalues her. Exactly, yeah. They, w- they would not do it justice, because I think that it could work as a storyline. Like you said, if they planned it in advance, it could work as a storyline for a character would not work for Bliss at all. They wouldn't do that storyline justice at all. It's it's basically Jesse and Festus in 2019. Oh, God. Uh, Nikki going crazy as soon as she has to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank DiPartolo says, Could you wish my sister Adrienne a happy birthday? Yes, we can. Happy birthday. Merry Christmas, <laughs> Adrienne! Merry Christmas. Yeah, I never say yeah. the thing they want me to say. Okay. Happy, happy birthday, Adrian. It's a thing. Uh, <clears throat> Judas Black says, didn't watch SmackDown, but I'm pretty sure Sammy got beat. Yes, yeah, he did. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Did. Uh, Super Gibby, thank you for your generous donation. Thank Jonathan you. Jonathan Hedman says, hi, guys. Hello. That's hi, guys. Hi, 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 Hedman, the headmaster. Uh, Miguel 8A says, Kinshasa versus Black Mass, make it happen, Ollie. Oh, that would be good. I mean, again, that's one of those feuds that should come like third or fourth down the line in black storylines. You don't want to shoot your load right out the gate. You don't mm-hmm. want Ziggler, sorry, so you don't want Nakamura to become the new Ziggler. Well, Remember when Ziggler used to face yeah, new people the new to get NXT them over? Guy. Yeah, the, the only thing with that is Nakamura would then have to appear on TV for oh, that yeah. to happen. <laughs> Can't have that. Uh, Jman251, thank you for your generous donation. Thank you. Louise Marie, one of our frequent super chatters, says, Happy Australian midnight, lads. Much love from a very sleep-deprived lady who needs to wake up at six for work. Crying, laughing face emoji. You're in the future. That's mm, where yeah. she is. That's yeah. super crazy. We can just message her before SmackDown and ask her how it was. Mm-hmm. So we don't yeah. have to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's a good works. point. Yeah. yeah, She's got all the spoilers if she lives in the future. Oh. Mm-hmm. When does Brock cash in? <laughs> Tell us your secrets. Go to bed also. Uh, yeah, Metal. Sleep. Yeah, we'll be here in the morning. Uh, Metal Bear says, Black and Bray are honestly two of the best pieces of character work on the main roster possibly ever. I can't wait for Vince to flatten them out, though. Hmm. Their first feud with Jinder Mahal. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think Black has a character, really. Not really. Uh, Wyatt, however, is just... Mm. On another level. It is phenomenal, isn't to, it? To everything in this company. like to, to weave all the crappiness and the excellence of Bray Wyatt's character since his 2013 or 12, 12 uh, debut into this and, and make it all make sense in a very engrossing, fantastic way. Is, is just, it's just, I'm in awe of it. Yeah, it's spectacular. I haven't seen anything like it in WWE in a long, 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 long time. Uh, Judas Black says, "Did Byron justify cheating? Was that a heel turn?" Yeah, Kofi so also weird. said, yeah. "He was like, that's yeah, fine. Well, you, you kicked him first. You started it first. Yeah. It doesn't make it okay, but we'll sure." Get on to that. Yeah. Uh, ben Greenwood says, "Good afternoon, fellas. SmackDown was better than better, but was better, not good, but better. Alistair is my favorite. I pray they don't mess him up. P.S. Andy, stop burying me. Uh, that in hmm. that's." Uh, 
Pete, you might not know, Ben submitted his double or nothing uh, predictions yeah. about three hours into the show. <laughs> ah, nice. Um, so yeah, don't you can't do that. Like, yeah, don't four do that. people submitted after whatever that show was this weekend. Uh, Dominion? Super Showdown. A super Showdown. Um, so, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, I love it when that. they still do badly. Yeah. That's yeah. my favourite bits. Is they're like thinking, oh, I know the results, but how do yeah. I make it look like I didn't know the results? <laughs> yeah. um, so, what was the question? Sorry. So, uh, Black's a favourite. Yeah, Alistair Black's. Yeah, it was It was. It was basically just a kind of SmackDown was better than Raw, but yeah. not massively. Yeah, it was, it was a low yes. bar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Fergal McClements says Do your viewing numbers go up or down when WWE is awful? That's quite a frequent question. Uh, what when the ratings for the, does it does it follow the trend in ratings yeah. for WWE? Last year they did. Mm-hmm. Like the I, yeah, I noticed that, and then we looked into it, and our videos would mirror how badly Raw or SmackDown have done that week. If it's down, everything's down. Yeah. However, this since WrestleMania, mm-hmm. we haven't been impacted by it. Uh, so I don't. And usually, June, May, June, July time is 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 a, a lull period in the interest of wrestling as we've found uh, over the last three years I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, um, may, I think it's the AEW effect. I yeah, think there's something to do with it. overall interest. Maybe people are getting back into wrestling and are sort of seeing the WWE. Like, I think a lot of people watch our videos who no longer watch Raw and SmackDown now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, JD48 Jets thank you very much for your donation thank you Ryan B. Bad says new YOLO County Tag Champions and interestingly we thought that YOLO County was just made up it is a real place in Sacramento California with a population of just over 200,000 people in the Sacramento Valley Mm -hmm. I thought it was just a very outdated reference to you only live once. No, nope, it's, a it's real an place. actual place, supposedly. Wikipedia told me. Mm-hmm. I nearly it's... got a tattoo on a lad's holiday no. that said, said YOLO. YOLO here oh, on my no. wrist. You oh. have got a tattoo on your leg from a lad's holiday, don't you? No, no, that was just a, a night of drinking that oh. I did myself. Nice. What, is this, what does it say? <laughs> it's well, the that's ke- a story. It's the chemical equation for photosynthesis. Oh, nice. <laughs> um... What a, God, you're such a nerd. What a lad. Trenton Brown says, really glad you brought up the Bray Wyatt comparison. A lot of these black promos feel like leftover scripts meant hmm. for Bray, but with his name crossed out. Yeah. Yes and no. I think Bray was more cryptic than Black's. I think Black has been a little bit more kind of forthright, especially as the weeks have progressed. I think he's been a little bit more forthright. He's been like, hey, can someone please just fight me? That's all he's asking for now. Instead mm. of just being like, the raven and sister and connections and magic, he doesn't do all that stuff anymore, which is good. It's much better this way. Uh, Jaden White says, do they have a direction for Ember? Also, hey, Randy. Hey, Jaden. Uh, I don't think... Well, I think they've got a direction for her, uh, but at the moment, that direction is straight into the ground. Yep. Tomo, Tomo, hello, Wrestle Talk people. Can we just have, can we, can we just talk about me for like twenty minutes? It would be better than Raw. Yeah, I think yeah, it would probably be. would be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we can't do that though. No, no, no unfortunately, we can't. Uh, best of AFL. Uh, thank you very much for your donation. Thank you. Thank you. Fergal McClement says, "Love Ollie's top. Is it Jean Paul Gaultier?" No, of course, he was the guy to popularise this style of stripy top. Though. No, it's Farah. Farah. Or as he's written, Jean-Old That's Gautier. a reference. Farah. It's a 
character from Overwatch. You guys wouldn't get it, but some people watching might. Is I know Mo video games. Is it Mo Farah? I played Super Mario. No. Stop doing sports, Randy. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Hedman says, because Vince is funny, Black versus Andrade, lol. We've just discussed I mean, I don't know why that's been... Oh, what, because it, he'll be facing his, his wife, wife oh, yeah. in a way. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. Uh, as long as they don't actually play on that in the feud. And just be like, you're my wife. Why are you siding with this? Why are you with this man? Oh, God, it would be terrible. Yeah. It would be awful. Don't do that. Uh, Jobber JJ says, Black versus Orton to make Black feel like a star. Yeah, I think that's a good good one. But I, I really want Randy to face Kofi. I think that's a ready-made feud there that feels big time, mm-hmm. that doesn't feel like Kofi versus Ziggler or Kofi versus Kevin Owens, as much as I love those opponents. Orton has a name value. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that would that would really benefit Kofi as champion, and I think as well it would have been perfect for something like Stomping Grounds, where you've got like a two week build because the story's yeah, already there. Yeah. You can just tell it straight away and just say, "Hey, look, Randy Orton wants to challenge for the WWE Championship. He hates Kofi. Look at all this history. Boom, there's your story done. You don't need like a four week build for Orton. I think the story's ready and there, and it's mm. good to go. So it would have been perfect here, but they didn't. Yeah, do that. It should have been Ziggler though. Should have been him. Mm. Ollie, you're gonna have to help me with his name. Uh, Blimp, something. Blimp, but uh, what is it? Blimp, blimp, crocodile, the, blimp, the crocodile. Uh, cakes. Yeah. Cakes. Blimp, the blimp crocodile the... cakes. <laughs> yeah, it's blimp. Oh yeah, sorry. It's yeah, more it, and more it's a different font. Uh, blimp, the crocodile cake says, "I have not watched Raw or SmackDown for several weeks now, but I was." Always support WrestleTalk. I'm a big fan of all the boys, Luke, Laurie, Randy, Andy, Chopper Pete, and Oscar. I don't, I don't know who Oscar is. No, not a clue, mate. But, um, yeah, good. thanks thanks for getting in. Yeah, thanks, Blimp. Cheers, Blimp. Blimp. Uh, how many more do we want? Uh, let's go for two more. Two more. The Goodies says, I stopped watching WWE and I feel better for it. Yeah, I think that's good. I've got a really painful spot in my ear, mm. and that is more enjoyable than, than <laughs> weekly raw. I had one I am, the other day. I'm currently covered in insect bites, and yeah. those are more enjoyable than raw. Yeah. It's terrible. Let us know what you think is more enjoyable <laughs> than raw. I get bad splashbacks. William Buena says, I thought Buddy Murphy was supposed to attack Alistair Black. Uh, I don't know teased? where you would have got that from. I can't. No, I don't think it's ever been teased. I mean, unless on it was air. like a tweet sometime mm. that we might have missed. I haven't seen any. I haven't heard about any teasers for that, other but, than what we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So. But if you pay attention to what goes on on the Soch, Matt Riddle's debuting every week. So let's get into the full episode of SmackDown. Let's do it. Which opened <laughs> with a bang. Well. Yeah, Miz comes out, first wild card. Miz comes out, he's been forced to do a Miz TV segment to celebrate Shane McMahon. Because that's what we need. We need more celebrations of Shane. Don't get enough of those. So this is... I get, I get that Shane McMahon versus Roman Reigns is the feud they're building to. Mm-hmm. So and and Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns is a featured match that no one really cares about no. at Stomping Ground in two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I get why you have to do this, but only do it on one show. The brand splits there for a reason that you can you can use this time 
to feature Nakamura, to feature Rusev, to feature the Kabuki Warriors. Oh my god, I forgot they right? existed. Oh my god. I know. <laughs> Asuka was champion oh no. before WrestleMania. Yeah, at TLC. Leading, uh, she beat Becky Lynch at the Royal Rumble. Oh my god. You, I remember Meltzer said when Asuka beat Becky Lynch because... Because Brian Alvarez was like, well, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you want Becky to just look super strong? Mm. And Meltzer said, well, they're obviously building up Asuka so she can have a match with Becky after WrestleMania. You've oh, got yeah. a ready-made challenger there. And I thought, that's logical, yeah. Such a good idea. Have her beat Becky before Mania, so after Mania, Asuka just comes out and feud. says, look, I want to fight you because I've already beaten you. It's, the- it's perfect post-WrestleMania feud, and they screwed it. They screwed it so hard. Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans is the way to go instead. Uh, My God. (coughs) Yeah, so Miz comes out and he does do, like, Miz is great. Hot take. Yeah. He he does some funny stuff. He says, uh, I've got on the cue cards here, it says breast in the world. Mm. And then he said, oh, or does it say pest of the world? Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, ah. That's funny. like the crowd was full of children. (laughs) 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 And they went with pest of the world, which is a shame. Because I really wanted to hear Greg Hamilton (laughs) breast in the world. Uh, But he didn't. And he also had a sort of meme top of his father with the fists up. And it said, my mood. I want to buy that. Yeah. But you wouldn't wear it. It's the sort of thing that I want to buy, but would never wear. I'm at a job where I'm on camera talking about wrestling. I would totally wear it to this job. That's good. Uh, So he, he said he's been forced against his will to... Do this Miz TV segment with Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Out comes Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. And, and Elias. Elias. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, heels. Like, did, did they just forget that Elias was part of this like little faction? Because it was just Drew and Shane on Raw. And then for this, he announced <laughs> Drew and Shane and Elias came with them. And then they didn't have a stall set up for Elias in the ring either. Well, that that would be too many wild cards on Raw. <laughs> Can't have that, Pete. <laughs> oh uh, my God! Yeah, they did awful. a recap of Super Showdown and Shane winning. Elias did some funny bits on the guitar. Uh, Miz then said, "Yeah, but what? What about this promo that Roman did?" And they played the same kind of tepid Roman Reigns post Super Showdown interview. Mm-hmm. What was Roman this week? It's weird that, that he wasn't that, on either show. That's well, that that's his thing. time on on the live results that I was doing. I was like prediction. He beat like he'll beat uh, Elias, then he'll be beaten beaten down by Drew, and then Roman will come and make the save. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh, okay, well, Roman's not going to help anyone. Then. No, <laughs> I just assumed he was coming out on Raw as well. Like that must have been the first Raw in well since the Wild Card Rule was introduced. Yeah, that he wasn't on Raw, and now he's not on SmackDown either, aside from this promo. Yeah, so it's very strange. Maybe, maybe something's had, going on. Maybe he had a week for his ethics to recover because he <laughs> yeah, didn't maybe. want to go to super yeah. he didn't want to go to Saudi Arabia in November but also Roman said let's not forget this he's going to kick ass and take names let's remember that because if if you do don't worry they'll tell you 17 times a show I hate this tagline so much it's not the worst tagline it's not though, the is worst it winds me up the worst the worst so tagline. much it's pretty bad no but it's not the worst there's the other one yeah. there is the other one which is so much work. <laughs> which makes me actually physically quite sick and angry. Do you want to say it? Because I could never write down the, the correct I I, word. No, I don't know what exactly what it is, but it's I like WWE is the only 
form the of only form of sports entertainment that is totally cross-cultural across the entire yeah. globe or something like that. Yeah. That's what what a load of bleep. Yes. Tosh is what you call it. Tosh. Yeah. But anyway... Uh, Drew did Drew did a promo. Uh, it was intense. Drew's a good promo. The crowd chanted what at him. And this turned into matches of Miz versus Elias. And he beat Elias really quickly. Elias is a nobody now, mm-hmm. which is a shame. He was a really... He got that huge Seattle heat thing mm-hmm. last late last year. Yeah. He was a baby face I for know. a period of a that. A while. And he was kind of over. Yeah. And then he just got flipped back. For no reason. Former 24-7 champion, Elias. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Uh, and Also, Shane says, kicking <coughs> ass and taking names. Just two. Just cool. keeping that one out there. Uh, so Miz beat Elias really quickly with a skull-crushing finale. Then mm-hmm. Drew ran in for the next match immediately after against Miz. Shrink screen ad break. Mm-hmm. Comes back as Miz is making his comeback. So you've never been allowed to get invested in Miz being beaten down as a viewer. So it really means nothing. And then Shane distracts on the apron. Drew Claymore for the win. Shane McMahon jumps in there. I'll take you on now, Miz. So we've got another match. Miz has a brief flurry, but Shane chokes him out in that awesome-looking triangle of his. Looks so good. Looks like a leg cuddle. Mm -hmm. He celebrates on Drew's shoulders. All of that, all of that Shane stuff was the first 26 minutes of this show. Actually, I'm not including... So that's like... Smack, um, that, that version isn't SmackDown's two hours. Mm. Uh, so if you put ad breaks in, that's over the first half hour. That's like 35 yeah. minutes. That's a quarter of the show. Mm. Over a quarter of the show. Yeah. Just on Shane. Granted, there are other people as part of this moving part. But Shane is featured in this entire section. But it was all to build up Shane. Exactly. It's like, yeah, like Miz hasn't got a storyline right now. Mm-hmm. He was only there to build up Shane. Drew's facing Roman, which really is just a way to build up Shane as well. Yep. For the Shane Roman match eventually. Yep. Well, rematch. And Elias isn't doing anything else either. It's all for Shane. Yeah, exactly. Shane's the focal point. Shane. 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 God, it is awful. <coughs> um, I didn't understand what this was as well because Shane was just like, well, if you want Miz, you seem quite angry at me. I'll let you have a match with me if you beat Elias and Drew first. And I was like, okay, cool. But he lost to Drew. And then Shane was like, don't worry, we can have a match anyway. I was like, well, what's the point in the matches then if you were just mm. going to fight Miz anyway? Why make rules if you're not going to follow through with it? It makes yeah. me so angry. And I know he's a heel and he does like backward tactics and stuff, but like, why would he then want to fight Miz? The opportunity was for Miz to earn a shot at Shane. Why would Shane then give him the opportunity to fight him when that was what was the gift? Oh, because he was knocked out and it was just a way to beat him down and humiliate him. Yeah, I didn't, no, I didn't, I didn't worry about I, that. Bit. I didn't like it. Uh, what I did mind was Ember Moon backstage next in the corridor. This is a storyline that's been going on for about three, three weeks now, I think. Mandy Rose is on the front cover of Hers magazine. Yep. And sounded like a... Uh, that John Raffiano's character in Sopranos saying the word whores then. I didn't mean that. <laughs> Hooers. Hooers. Is how he used to say it. Hooers. Hooers. But Mandy Rose was on the front cover of Hers. Hers. Very different publication. Yes. And they, they've been doing this thing where they're kind of bullying Ember Moon backstage. Sort of. Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. And Ember's playing the Switch, uh, Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Great after, after Two weeks after reading... Jekyll and Hyde. Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, yeah. On this Penguin Classics book. Yeah. So just, this is everything that Vince probably thinks, what do nerds do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, I missed 
for so, I guess I, I must have been writing notes at some time. I missed she was playing a Switch. So I thought that she got handed some magazines by Mandy and Sonya, and then they hit them out of her hands, and then she got really angry about yeah, it. Yeah. That's 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 and I was like, exactly what, I saw. what is happening? <laughs> like, why, what? But then I, I got corrected in the office. So... Um, so they put all the magazines on her arms while she's trying to play the switch, and then Sonya, yeah, bashes the switch out of the hand, stamps mm. on it, breaks the switch. Fire and Desire then just walk away. Ember Moon, that is that is definitely okay to then beat them both up there. Absolutely. But instead, Moon waits for them to go, and then goes, and, and 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 then throws a bin, throws a bin at a wall. I'm like, well, you look stupid now. Do something. You look exactly it. like this stereotypical nerd. That they're presenting you as exactly because you're not confident enough to take out the pretty kids. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I I thought this made Ember look so lame. Yeah, and you just lost ranking points on Mario Kart because you couldn't finish your race. Come mm. on, it's important stuff. Uh, this is this feels like a Mario Kart trophy. <laughs> it really does. Well, you've it's got the first Mario there. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And I always think the uh, the um the best of the Super Juniors cup also looks like a Mario, <laughs> a Mario Kart, Kart trophy. trophy. It does, doesn't it? A little uh, bit. Uh, congratulations to John Cena for starring in the physics sound franchise that is Fast and Furious. Yeah. I'm not getting on this conversation again. What conversation? It's an agreement. It's mm-hmm. a consensus, not a conversation. When I was doing yep. the mm-hmm. timestamps yesterday, I was like, wow, there's a really big <laughs> gap. Why, why did they talk about Alexa Bliss for so long? I was like, oh, no, wait, it's just because they were talking about Fast and Furious for about 10 mm. minutes. We yeah. did do that. Yeah. Uh, then we got YOLO, say no low. It's a Lonely Island song. It is, but no. It's a great song because... It is, quite funny. Because the, the, uh, the idea is YOLO, you only live once. Only live once. So do all these things. You yeah. only live once. But their interpretation of it is you only live once. Be really careful. <laughs> Board up your windows. <laughs> and like there's a there's a whole bit with Kendrick Lamar who's like, mm-hmm. pay your taxes, yeah. invest, invest in property. In this. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite good. 401kk. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very good. Yeah. Uh, so check that out if you haven't. Um, but yeah, the Yolo County champions who were just uh, a, two jobbers mm-hmm. in the ring with cardboard belts. Actual cardboard belts. Not like... Belts that look like they've been made out of cardboard. No, actual cardboard <laughs> belts. And they look naff. Which was, this was, but I didn't mind that because they were jobbers. They were meant to look naff. But them, what was. Why give them championships? I don't get it. Well, because it was just that. Well, the, the idea was Daniel Bryan and Rowan were out in the ring, SmackDown champs, saying this was going to be a, a title unification belt, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. Uh, but then I thought. Great. But. You've still got leather belts. Yep. And they've got the most recyclable belts here. Yep. And then that just ju- then I couldn't get over that. Yeah. And that and then uh really bad from a psychology perspective. It worked out in the end, but mm-hmm. I think this was a misstep. It could have could have fallen flat on the face. Uh Brian and Rowan say that, but then heavy machinery interrupt. Mm-hmm. They come down. And you what happens is heavy machinery Daniel Bryan says, well, you face the YOLO County champs. If you win, you might get a shot at us one day because you haven't won anything. What have you done to deserve a title shot? Mm -hmm. So now you've got this local jobber team who the crowd are always going to chant for. They've got cardboard freaking belts Mm -hmm. against your babyface team, which is just going to split the crowd. Yep. That was a poor choice. Luckily, Otis Dozovich, his moveset is so fun that the crowd were really into him after a couple of moves. But I, I just, 
yeah, yeah. It, was, it was it was a weird fundamental thing to to do wrong yeah it's very strange because it, it was just that that slight moment where you just go hmm what and then you just kind of get over it because you're like oh yeah. caterpillar yeah yeah but it was still a bit a bit strange but um, really I don't yeah I don't want the babyface team to beat up these little guys yeah the local underdogs. team especially if Heavy Machinery's whole act is we are blue collar solid yeah whatever that means we're part of the working people yeah but we're just going to squash these two guys here. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, I didn't. It's yeah, very it strange. Uh, interestingly, one of the guys uh, was AJ Kirsch, mm. who does uh, voiceover work for 2K video games. Does he really? The My Career Mode of 2K19. He voices huh. the character that you play. And he was in the first season of Tough Enough as well. Not the first season, sorry. The uh, the one that had... Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Favorite match was Alicia Fox and Melina. Her, that season. Yes. Um, he was in that. Yeah. <coughs> um, and also, he's done a lot of stuff with The Rock. He, he had a, like like a promo competition with The Rock, mm. and he won it or something like that. So it's nice they uh, you know treat him with respect in this one because they couldn't remember his name on commentary. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, it's all, all a rib, probably. Yeah. Then we got the twenty four seven title bit of the night. Uh, Truth and Carmella are backstage. Truth said that the title's ruining his life, but I can't let it go, mm-hmm. which is quite funny. Uh, he won the title back at 49,000 feet Celsius. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Great line. Which was the actual feel, the real feel <laughs> the in, real in feel. Jeddah. Yeah. Uh, so c- someone comes, so Carmella gets Truth to hide in a production crate, but it locks. And then someone's like, Carmella, you've got a match. So she's like, you just stay here, Truth. I'll come back for you. She leaves. And then Jinder comes along, realizes Truth is in the crate and, and pretends to be Carmella. Literally, the most charisma he's ever shown in his life in this segment alone. Mm. So much more than his entire WWE Championship he run. He showed charisma when he was being racist to Nakamura. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. just the wrong kind of charisma. Yeah, sure. Um, this is really funny. I like yeah. this. Yeah, it was I like good. this a lot. Um, and then Jinder went off to find a crowbar to open the box. And a referee. Yeah, yeah. which took 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, you can find some, you know, <coughs> you can find a grappling hook to pull down some uh, scaffolding mm-hmm. inside a building, but you can't find a crowbar. Those things are like, you know, never when you need them. It's a gold mine if you find them under the ring. Of course, yeah, that's where it should have gone. Uh, so then we had Sonya Deville versus Carmella. This was the match that Carmella had to go down to the ring for, and they've been having a little feud in and around Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. uh, Fire and Desire. I suppose Carmella. And Ember Moon are going to team up at one point. Probably. That might be next week, mm-hmm. if we're lucky. Which is a shame. But, well, actually, that's not so much of a shame, because I really enjoyed Carmella in this match. Really? Yeah. I like Sonya Deville anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, I like the way she wrestles in the ring. Yeah, me too. But I thought that something's happened with Carmella recently, like the last month. Well, I just like the way she wrestles. I feel like she's just leveled up in mm. my mind recently. She, she hit this wicked dive on... Uh, Mandy really and Sonia outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember seeing the dive and I was like, hmm, good dive. Didn't rate the rest of the match, but the dive was good. I think maybe I just like Carmella in the current role. Maybe, yeah. So, yeah, more invested in what she does in the ring. Uh, the only other notes I've got was that uh, Sonia hit a really cool sliding knee on yeah. Carmella. That was really nice. I liked it a lot. And, and for a change, it was Mandy Rose who helped Sonia win. Mm-hmm where she sort of interfered a bit, and that was Carmella got distracted, letting Deville get the victory. Mm-hmm. Uh, but And usually it's been Sonya's kind of unrequited helping out yeah. of, of, of Mandy. Exactly. Uh, but that's where the good women's division stuff stopped, unfortunately. Because oh then we got Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. 
Was this the same promo they did on Raw? Felt like it. My God. I, I it actually thought it was a replay, but it turns out it wasn't. Awful. <coughs> it's exa- staged exactly the same. In exa- in an identical locker room, the only thing that's different is like Alexa Bliss's outfit. Yeah, and then she talks about Twitter or something. Like it was, it's such a bad promo. Like not, and I don't. It's their fault. It's not their fault. Sorry, it's the content that they're given. Yeah, because this was dreadful. Talking about like, you know, people have been saying some mean things about you, Nikki, on on social media. She's like, what? Let me see. And Bliss is like, oh, don't worry, I blocked Bailey because she she. What is she, she replied to a tweet or she liked a tweet saying mean things about Nikki Cross. Oh, how dare she? What? Yeah, it was not. Nata- it was Natalia levels of bad promo. I yeah. thought, and that it was just really stilted. Alexa mm. Bliss is good, but this isn't Nikki Cross's character. No. So it just, yeah, it all comes off as fake. And I guess that the whole point of this, which comes into the match later on, is Alexa is trying to wind up Nikki Cross. Against Bailey, mm-hmm. so when Bliss takes on Bailey at Stomping Ground, Nikki Cross will snap, go into her manic mode, and help Alexa win the match. Mm-hmm. Problem is, Nikki's already that character. <laughs> I just, I, oh, I'm gonna make this insane person snap. Yeah, but she's that. Whenever she's in the ring, that's how she wrestles anyway. Exactly. I just don't get why you can't have. If that was always the intention, Nikki is just recruited. As Alexa's crazy second, yeah, yeah, that and that's fine. If you want to have Nikki be Alexa's crazy second, sure, we've seen Alexa with a second forever, yeah, but at least it's something. But then to take Nikki's character, be like, she's crazy. Just kidding, she's not crazy, but we'll make her crazy in time. Yeah, like, what? It, it boggles the mind. I don't, I don't understand anything about this at all. So I think they change plans here. Yeah. I think they were building to an odd couple women's tag team championship win. Yeah. With, with Bliss and Cross's faces mm-hmm. to take on the Iconics. Not bad, chap. But for whatever reason, they changed plans, yeah. presumably last minute, for Bliss to take on Bailey, And that has... That has tripped up everything else. And they're like, well, why is Nikki Cross with her now? I know... Let's just do this. And they're just like chasing their own tails. I'm curious as to whether it's got something to do with a real life situation. Because I believe Andrade's mother passed away. So Andrade and Charlotte have been Mm. given time off to, you know, to grieve and have time away from the company. So I wonder if it was supposed to be Charlotte that was facing Bailey and like a rematch from Money in the Bank. Yeah. And then they just said, well, Charlotte's not here. We need to have someone else. So they just sent over Alexa Bliss, which is a terrible thing to do if that's a last minute replacement because you have an entire SmackDown women's roster to choose from. But and the I'm, moon's I'm, tied up with fire and desire. Of course, though. yeah. Everyone's so busy. Um, so I'm just curious if that's maybe played into it and why they've kind of just had gone, ah, different plans out of nowhere. I don't know. I was under the impression that Andalade's mother died after the match was made. Oh, really? So. Okay. I don't know. I, I wasn't. Sh- I'm not sure at the uh, time frame. No, the, the news came out. I think the PW Insider only reported it yesterday. <coughs> so I don't know when the match was made. The mm. match was made last last Tuesday, if yeah. not before. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I think Andrade's mum died between now and then. Okay. So. Well, never mind me then. Yeah. Uh, so then we got Biggie returning, <laughs> Woo-hoo! Uh, which was really nice. It was it great was to great. see. All the the new day back together, mm-hmm. and it's a good promo. Uh, they yeah, it was a great promo because. They just have fun, and yeah. it feels authentic. There were some great lines in this. Big E said, if I got a title every time I came back from injury, I'd, I'd tie with Charlotte Flair by now. 
but great joke. Yeah, and that ties back to a an old joke that he made mm-hmm. like two years ago yep. during the Charlotte Sasha uh, feud, where they just traded it back and forth. That he apparently got in trouble for. <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, and Co- Kofi said to that, "Oh, you made a booking joke." Yeah, and. Like Biggie was like, "What?" And he said, "Because you're booking a flight to Charlotte," and it just—it was stupid and really like I didn't find it kayfabe puncturing at all for whatever no, reason. I just funny. I, I got a kick out of it. And then Woods just started singing Mulan, as you do. Yeah. Let's get down to business. And then he also made a joke about E3, which is completely true, by the way, because he literally finished SmackDown and flew straight back to E3 <laughs> uh, because that's his thing. Speaking of E3, if you want coverage of E3. Uh, you can check out our gaming and movie channel, Screen Stalker, which is covering E3 all this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, today's video is going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct that was yesterday when they revealed a Breath of the Wild sequel, which I'm very, very excited about. So mm. me and Laurie talk about that today. We should check out on Screen Stalker later today. Anyway. Uh, so then Dolph Ziggler came out. Uh, here's the come down. Yeah, and, and he cut a good promo, but I'm just, you know, I'm just not into it. Like, I can see this is all good stuff, but... I'm, part, I'm over Dolph, unfortunately. It's the same promo every week as well. Yeah. It's literally the same promo, <coughs> but they just added in the slight difference in that it should have been me because Xavier interfered at Super Showdown. And then he he didn't even... The thing is with this one, he didn't even introduce a video package. He just finished his line and the video package started playing as if it was a script. Mm. Who could have foreseen that one? Yeah. That really annoyed me, but... He showed a video package of Xavier Woods kicking him in the face, leading into the trouble in paradise, leading to his loss at Super Showdown. And he's saying, I should have won. I would have won if it wasn't for Woods getting involved. Um, totally valid. Totally valid. Like, not, nece- not necessarily saying that he would have won if Woods hadn't got involved, but he's part of the reason why he lost. Uh, and then Kofi just says, you started it. Like, you kicked him first. What do you expect him to do? Not retaliate? Yes, because he's not in the match. Mm-hmm. You get DQ'd if you interfere. Of course you'd expect him to not interfere back. Didn't I make d- sense to yeah. me. Yeah. I don't know what Kofi could have said to this. I've been trying to work out if there was a babyface way to respond to that without putting Xavier in it. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think there is. No. So just don't book that finish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You could just have... I, I get that you want to set up a, a rematch, but there's got to be another way to do it without having your top babyface champion, who you've protected so well, mm-hmm. have essentially a heel finish. Because yeah. Sami Zayn came out after this to, to point out, look, if Dolph won with me kicking Kofi in the face, you'd all be up in arms right now. So then that's a valid point. Is, he's absolutely 100% correct about it as well. And I like it when heels have justifications. Absolutely. But I don't like it when the baby faces have no justification. Yeah, exactly. like the, the, they should both be justified, but the heels should do it for some sort of insane, arrogant reason, yeah. whereas the baby faces are more nobler. Uh, so, so, yeah, this really didn't work for me, unfortunately. And uh, guess what, Ollie? <coughs> Kofi's going to kick ass and take names. <laughs> This annoys me so much. What annoyed, what, anno- what annoyed me more is that Sami Zayn comes out really for no reason. Yeah. And then Kevin, I guess they're booked in the match later on, mm-hmm. but then Kevin Owens just walks out as well, who, again, looked on autopilot. Yeah. He looks mentally checked out right He now. really is, yeah. Like, uh, the, all the stuff looks good in the ring, like a good scent on later on on mm-hmm. the outside, but he just looks like 
Yeah, it doesn't look like he's trying. No. He's he's really like it seems like he doesn't have any passion mm. for it anymore, which is shockingly similar to other stories that we've heard and other things we've seen with like John Moxley with like EC3 with the comparison on Twitter that went, did the rounds yesterday with his comparisons of his entrances between takeover and <coughs> main event. His passion's completely gone. And from people that have, you know, contacted Chris Jericho to say, I want to do my podcast about the creative process and why it sucks and why it drains all people's mental capacity after I've left WWE. It, yeah. all, this all links in. And it's quite worrying if that's happened to, you know, such a top star like Kevin Owens. That's not great for WWE yeah. and not great for the fans. No. Uh, they, they, and it's just like having Sammy and Kevin Owens just randomly coming out and paired with Ziggler or paired with Corbin, it just it it cements them in my head as just mid card fodder, yeah. mid card backup mm-hmm. when they could be so much more than that. Exactly, it's yeah. Really badly presented. I also didn't really get the point of this promo <coughs> because it was quite a long promo section, and I know you want to have Biggie's big return, um, and that's fine, but it was a long promo to set up a match that had already been announced at the top of the show that was going to be the main event. So why didn't you have? the promo directly before the match or have the promo at the start of the night to build up to announce the main event. I don't get why they announced the main event, then had the promo like two matches before the end and then had the main event segment. I would have think it would have been a bigger reaction for Big E if it had been the main event and that's when Big E had come out and been like, did all the oh, Sacramento and all that stuff, the big entrance. And then they had a, li- a brief promo, not as long as this one, and then they just str- straight had a match. Yeah, like don't announce the match in advance. Just yeah. uh, just promote Big E returning. I think yeah. that's a big enough draw. Exactly. And then you have an angle mm-hmm. where the heels beat down Big E yeah. to set up your six-man tag. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, That, I, I think, would have made so much more sense. But um, Bailey versus Nikki Cross was set up next, and then they cut backstage to the Alistair Black promo mm-hmm. and then back into the arena where Bliss was at ringside. Most of this happened in an ad break. And Bailey easily won. Yep. With Very an elbow easily drop. won. With an elbow drop. Greatest elbow drop in but, professional wrestling. What, like, it doesn't, <coughs> it doesn't even look like it connects. That's the, what really gets me about it. She just clear, quite clearly elbows the ground next to Nikki. Mm. Oh, well. Then we got Jinder, finally with a, a crowbar and a referee. But now he doesn't know which box it is. Because mm. all the boxes with our truth in have been moved. And then Carmella can't find him either. Mm-hmm. And some producer or stagehand guy says, oh, these are all getting shipped to L.A. for Raw. So Truth is going to be stuck in a shipping crate for six days. He's going to do a David Blaine. He could die yeah. <laughs> in six days. And, and Mahal was just like, yeah, it's fine. Let's go to Raw. Yeah. It's not worth someone dying for. Easy to pin Come a corpse. Yeah, that's yeah. true, I guess. And then Christ. we got Firefly Funhouse, which was the same as the one mm-hmm. on Raw. Yep. But Todd Phillips had... A spectacular segue. He did, didn't he? So great. He says, and no one ever acknowledges what the hell is going on with Firefly Funhouse. Nope. They'll promote it all throughout the night, and then Michael Cole will go, what was that? that? (laughs) The thing. The thing you've been promoting. (laughs) But Todd this time said, look, there's Bray with his friends there. Mm -hmm. I mean, he did just bash one of their heads in, Phillips. Yeah. He said, but Kofi won't have his friends in a steel cage. Oh. I was just like, it's great. You have, you, segways are hard to control. <laughs> and he has leaned forward and gone into a wall. Uh, yeah, I got a kick out of that. It's great. Uh, Apollo Crews is backstage. Kayla Braxton is interviewing him about 
uh, on the Andrade match where Andrade just beat him up last week and then Braxton just Thanos is away mm-hmm. and turns into Zelina Vega. I know, what a transformation. Yeah. She uses that magic trick more often. And Vega effectively says, don't annoy Andrade. Oh, I'll teach you. I'll get you. And then Apollo turns round and there's Chad Gable just writing notes. Do you want to know how, how much this didn't make sense? I didn't even notice it happened. Mm. It was that quick. He turned around. Chad Gable was there. And then you heard one of the comments. They go, why is Chad Gable making notes? End of segment. Yeah. It was like, yeah, three, four what? seconds of Gable. It was yeah. to remind you that he exists for his debut on 205 Live. Of mm. course. Yeah, that's totally what it is. Which was meant to be a surprise. Yeah. Mm. It was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. So why would you have then have him on SmackDown? I guess foreshadow. I don't know. I don't know. It's, so, it was. Yeah, was he's he got taking short notes hair. off? Was he taking notes off? Cruz didn't say anything back to Vega, did he? I don't think he did. Well, it could have been funny. And I like Chad Gable. And it's kind of fits in with his goofy shtick he used to do in NXT. That's fine. I was excited by that. But then I found out he went to 205 Live afterwards. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I thought this was going to be something yeah. on a proper show. Yeah. Unfortunate. Um, I don't get what he's making notes of. Of Vega talking to Cruz? Just scouting, isn't he? Sure. Scouting. Yep. Scouting mm-hmm. competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Smackdown recap next with the Mansour win. Super Smackdown. <laughs> Super Letdown recap with the Mansour win. It's the only form of sports entertainment that's cross-cultural in the world. And then we got New Day versus Owens, Zayn and Ziggler uh, for a 10-minute match. It was, it was a well-structured match yeah. in that... Like, Kofi took the heat, then got the hot tag. Xavier had a nice hot tag, then took the heat. Build up to the Big E hot tag, which was what everyone was waiting for after his injury. And, yeah, uh, yeah, but you know what? It it was a fun match, and it was well-structured. But the New Day versus Dolph Ziggler, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. I love all those guys. But if you're tuning in after six months out, you're like, why is a mid-card feud main event in this show yep Phil Smackdown is really lacking in star power it really is and like it's such a shame because Kofi has been made one of the biggest stars I'd say of the company from his push from right before Wrestlemania up until now he's been protected really really well but there's something still that isn't connecting with like I don't look at Kofi and go top star it's, st- it's still now even after that big push that he's had there's still something in me it's probably like the 10 years I've watched him where he hasn't been a main event guy, which is unfortunate because that's not really his fault. But that combined with the New Day, who were a mid-card tag team act, or sorry, a, a top tag team act, which is mid-card. Yeah. And then you see Dolph Ziggler, mid-card act, and you see Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, who have been feuding with occasionally top guys like Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan, but mostly more mid-card stuff. You're going to be so lost with this. Yeah. And this doesn't feel like a main event <laughs> caliber feud at all. I think Kofi, after WrestleMania, should have then gone in a feud with Randy Orton. Yeah. Then feud with, I don't know, just just big name guys big names. to help him get over. Not not Dolph Ziggler. No. It is damaging. Uh, anyway, Kofi hit the trouble in paradise on Zayn for the win. Zayn jobbed out again. Uh, Kofi Kofi is being very much protected, but I still feel like it's he's protected and he's booked really strong, but he needs to be booked strong against... Guys who have a more mainstream name appeal. Absolutely. Uh, but let's... Oh, I gave it... I'd, I'd probably give this a two out of five. Uh, that's what I gave it at SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, I said it was a, an average show. Wasn't much <coughs> redeemable from it, but at least the main event was somewhat fun. So you left with like a... 
Well, that was all right, I guess, mm. at the end of the show, which is always a way to do it. Too much Shane and no stories felt like they progressed yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. Are there any stories? There seems there's feuds. I can't tell you any stories that are happening, though. So, Smackdowner. Let's have our super chat. Yeah, we'll start with things that are better than watching WWE. Got five of them. One, taking a dump, which I think is better than most things. Yeah, Yeah, that's actually a a wonderful sensation. Uh, Two, a testicular hernia, which apparently this guy has. (laughs) It's a bold Um, shout, that one. uh, A kick in the balls. A lot of a lot of ball based stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, a paper cut between the toes. Oh, <laughs> oh no! That's a Jimmy Havoc spot, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. Went to um, happen that one. And finally, walking on glass. Yeah. Yeah. So Su- all super fun activities. After uh, Steve Austin always had to do that. Five good mm-hmm. reviews. Um, yeah. Neil T starts our super chats though with so Chad Gable is on two i five live now. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he is. And he well, won. And he won by countout. He hasn't Jack been Gallagher. confirmed as on it. He just was on it. Well, it was weird because the Twitter video that that um sorry to steal your gimmick real quick the Twitter video that Drake Maverick oh put up put Wrong up finger. on Twitter. I know, I know. I'm the opposite side, Randall. I can't do it that way. Um, the the Twitter video they put up said he he was going to get a decisive challenger for Tony Nice and he's going to bring a surprise to make up for it. So were those two things separate or together? Did he bring Chad Gable to be the challenger for Tony Nese, or did he get a challenger for Tony Nese and bring Chad Gable? I think they're separate. As well. I'd have to watch 205 yeah. Live to confirm. I, yeah, exactly. What I will point. say is that the 205 Live main event got really over with the crowd. Mm, like they were really, really cheering for it. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Caleb Maldonado. Well, they got, they got a roster of 12 now, so they're getting, getting a bit ahead of themselves. Caleb Maldonado says, heard ENC podcast with Sean Spears last night, and he said there was a point in WWE where he prayed that people would just react. Wonder if that's EC3 now. So not, yeah, not, yeah, not, yeah. I guess not talking about himself then. Was he talking about other people's matches? With regard I, just, to I, that? Think, I think just react to him, just like just make to some him. kind of reaction. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. yeah, ten. I mean, people did react to him. I know, but like there was one of those kind of like Pavlov's dog. They're like, oh, Ty Dillinger, ten, yeah, ten, 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 not, ten, ten. Oh my yeah. god, a Ty Dillinger match. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Harley Meek says Ollie is dreamy. Thank you, Harley. Not wrong. We need to tell people that your name is spelled O L I. Oh, did they, was it oil again? No, it's Ollie with like the, the classic. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not precious. No, it's and also, yeah. how are there still people who've never seen Pete before? He's been here for several months, and people are like, yeah. who's that guy? It's like he hasn't yeah, changed. Luke looked different. Well, to yeah. be fair, we were just saying if you hadn't watched WWE for six months, you'd be lost in this, yeah. in this feud. If you've been tuned out of rest talk videos for a while, and then you come back and see this dude who's not Luke me. talking to Ollie, mm. yeah, yeah, be a bit weird. Right. Also, we're live streaming, yeah. which is different. Uh, Ralph Marion says, I did see that Black and Orton had a match during a house show. Maybe that could be a possible feud. Black and Orton, was it? Yeah, that, that would show. be a good uh, out of nowhere versus, you know, the RKO versus the Black Mass mm-hmm. as a sort of battle of the out knockout of finishers. Offs. Yeah. Uh, one second, just refreshing. Uh, Tyson Hoyt says, double thumbs up. That's. Well, Tyson Hoyt says. Thank you, Tyson. That's quadruple thumbs up. Uh, Louise Marie says he's thwarted by Bailey Sting. Sorry, Ollie. I don't know who who he's thwarted. Probably Who's... Alistair Black, oh, yeah. maybe, Black, if maybe. it's the, the title. Did yeah. you see that Bailey was wearing <sighs> black and white? Oh, my God. I got a tweet. 
probably you did as well, but you don't check Twitter. Of someone saying Bailey's got black and white gear on. It's first step for Bailey's thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Edmonds says, I've got good news for you, Ollie. The last few years of WWE has all been a bad dream. You're about to wake up in Talking Smack Universe. Oh, that would oh, be nice. Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. Weren't those good times? Those were, those were the best Renee times. Young is in the, in the lead to host this new Fox mm. Sports yeah. 1 program. Oh, really? That's cool. Um, Flufall12 says, Do you guys want to see Liv Morgan? <laughs> to be honest, just anyone. I forgot she existed as well. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean Sarah Logan. Well, the well that's squad. it. Yeah, like uh, a lot of people love Liv Morgan, and I, 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 I'm not crazy for Liv Morgan, but I love Sarah Logan. Yeah, and she got really over in the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. So, she did. yeah, yeah I'd, I'd like to see Sarah Logan more. Mm-hmm. Is Ruby Riot injured? Uh, she was. I don't know if she still mm. is. Jman two five one says, "Ollie, please yell, not now, Coachman. Thanks, love the channel." Oh, I've got a bit of a sore throat. Here we go. Uh, not now, coachman! <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Thank I you. I found Great. him on... Someone tweeted me. Do check Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, that he's got a Cameo account. Mm. So he, he does record messages for $25. <laughs> We've been tweeted by Lance Storm. Um, About what? I wrote a piece. So Lon- oh, here Lon- we go. Lance Storm Uh-oh. tweeted... Who are you annoyed now? Yeah. Lance Storm tweeted to say... Oh, um, WWE just needs to unify these damn belts mm. and make the champions the wild card. So I just said my headline was something. I it was I think it was Lance Storm like tells WWE to unify these damn belts or urges WWE to unify these damn belts. Uh, and he tweeted, um, "Talk about yourselves." For just a what was second. the last well, controversial thing? I mean, oh, it Ryback. was it was Ryback. Ryback, Ryback yeah. was the, was the last one. Andy just builds feuds. I know. So, so I, I tweeted that, and he says, I didn't urge anybody, jackass. I just made a tweet. Try making your own news without me. Maybe follow up with Lance Storm urges WrestleTalk to pee off. Well, it must be frustrating having all of some of your tweets picked up and, and made a thing of. But he, that is, that that is, is verbatim what he, what he said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. And I wasn't mean about him. I was actually quite nice about yeah. it. Yeah, we all yeah. have Lance Storm. Yeah, yeah he's, great. he's great. Nothing wrong. Anyway, uh, Dixon's asking if we can do a piece... Doing <laughs> about exactly that, that. Um, <laughs> next is. up is Sean Turner which I think is actually quite a good idea <laughs> Sean Turner says what, last what, what was the idea because he says why don't you do a follow up piece saying Lance Storm tells Russ Talk to piss off <laughs> so we were like okay we should totally do that, <laughs> that <laughs> okay I'll, I'll tell that Dixon he's got your go ahead uh, Sean Turner says last super chat uh, I had because of, because of money problems. Hope I come back. No more Bailey Sting. Let her live forever while I'm gone. Can we get ten hours of Omni Shane with a with a hidden fart? <laughs> Just one in ten hours. You have I've, to search for it. I really grimaced the facial expressions yesterday. Oh, it was something else that. Um, that yeah, thank you. Sorry, that was the person who came up with Bailey Sting. That is. Yeah. Oh wow. Is well, well. Thank you. You know, in your absence, yeah. I'm I'm gonna Did put a stop to we'll it. We'll miss you, Sean. Yeah. Uh, Kano Max says my English exam was yesterday, and the sh- subject was women's right in Saudi Arabia. Thanks to the <laughs> WWE guys, and you know, and thanks to WWE and you guys, I know everything I even talked about WWE. Lacey oh, wow. Evans. Hmm. Yeah, it was women's right about Lacey Evans the whole time. Um, <laughs> well, glad you have grossly we, glad we misunderstood the question. <laughs> Sean Turner already lying that he said he didn't didn't do no more super chats because he's done another one. I didn't watch <laughs> WWE this week. Just you guys, I can't. Yeah, I think I, I've, we've yeah. had a lot of correspondence like yeah. that the last Common couple opinion. of weeks. Uh, um, uh, Ty Davis says our Pete's fan calls 
called Peterfiles. No. No? No, okay. no, no, nope. no, 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 Jeff J, thank you for your donation. Apothecus says, I'm taking a break from WWE. They cancelled the SmackDown Monday house show in Coachella. I had tickets to. I will still watch WrestleTalk. They've been cancelling a lot of Monday night house shows because of the mm. the wild card, which doesn't is surprise me. pretty bad. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know how long they're going to get away with that for. Because mm. it doesn't seem like they're giving add anything to much Raw notice. You know, you know you mentioned about having wild cards on this show. Not once did they mention the wild card rule mm. in the entirety of the show. The brand split is dead, essentially. Mm, yeah, yeah. Like they're now, they're now just phasing out the wild card to just be like, well, people can just show up. Yeah, so the, the brand split's gone. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. I just, it's, it's a shame because the people who go to the house shows, like the, you know, that, that's a big deal for families. Yeah, and, it is. You know, kids would would are really wanting to go and see WWE live, and yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, Metal Double O Khan says Monday I watched good TV Tuesday I finished my fence out back no Raw no Smackdown Live just your reviews the next days life is better this way that's <laughs> <laughs> um, what we aim to achieve here yes. we watch Raw so you don't have to yeah. yes we're basically uh, critic now I guess Bobby McBride says morning from Kansas guys Wrestle Talk forever hey Ooh. morning Bobby Bobby Kansas? Yes. Bobby. Uh, William Buena says, I will clarify, Buddy Murphy and Alistair Black were having a house show events. Ollie is still the best in the world. F Shane. Yeah, they've been wrestling house shows for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, this loop, and then they, they, they fought back in 2017, I think. Uh, so, so yeah, they, they'll definitely have chemistry, but they're both new guys. You don't want to beat either of them on, on the outset. Yeah. Mm. Uh, just a two ball guy says <laughs> it's getting hard to even watch the YouTube highlights. If it wasn't for you guys, I would have no idea what's going on. Also, Fighter Fest, Fight Fighter Fest, Fighter Fest is going to be free. Yeah, yes, it is. Fighter Fest. I mean, it's now going to be free without a Chris Jericho in it. Well, but, he was never booked. Well, yeah, but he said that. He's now not going to yes. do it's, the thing. It's all, it's all I think it's a work. Yeah, I know. Uh, Joey the Merc says, how happy are we that Gargano wasn't the 205? Oh, oh, my God, yes. Oh, that was good. But then I, they just punched me still in the dick with Chad Gable. Yeah, yeah I like, know. Ah, oh, damn it. Woke up this morning and went on Twitter and saw Chad Gable was on 205 Live. I was like, yes, no. Yeah. Uh, Mixed feelings. Yeah. Sean Martinez says, I'll be traveling to England for three weeks in a few days. Can I buy the boys at WrestleTalk a beer or two and do a meet and greet? Who do I email if this is possible? Well, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, Who's our social sec? Luke, but Luke. He's, he's away. <laughs> Uh, email Pete at WrestleTalk.com. Yes. Oh, you yeah, guys yeah, yeah. suck. Because he is All Luke right. for now. Yeah. Uh, okay. And if I'm you don't get Luke. a response, then uh, that's Pete's fault. Yeah. Mackenzie DeCosta says, Rambling Rabbit going to tear apart on Talk is Jericho. <laughs> going to appear on <laughs> Talk is Jericho <laughs> and explode Firefly Fun House. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the That'd podcast we all want to hear. Yeah, absolutely. Punk, Moxley, <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> uh, Ant the Great says, Do stables hurt or benefit the product? Make your perfect stable. I will do Ballot Styles, Good Brothers, Pete Dunn, all of heels. Well, you just you just added Pete Dunn to the Bullet yeah, Club. Yeah, it's Bullet Club plus Dunn. Uh, no, stables are great, but stables then would you call the mid-card Vortexes stables? Because that's not a good stable. That's just a random assortment of heels. Um, mm. I think the Undisputed Era are a fantastic stable. Obviously, yep. the Shield. Mm-hmm. Uh, Welcoming Committee. PCD, well, one course, of the best yeah. ones. Welcoming Committee. Team Bad. Uh, a stable right now... I'd call up Chris Hero. Sorry. Cassius Ono. Sorry, I can never... Thank I'm you very much. It's never stuck <laughs> with my head. And Dolph Ziggler, just because no. they love putting everyone over. Yeah. Chris Hero, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Mm. That'd be great. 
Oh, <laughs> I like that. Um, BM, BPM 2000 says, Lance Storm has urged you to piss off. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We love you, Lance. Love Lance. He's <laughs> Timothy great. Jones says, I do not deserve this one. Maybe the dry back one was even slightly justified, but this one not. Timothy Jones says, need more Ali. Where is Ali? Ollie, I need answers. A heel Roman versus yeah. Ali feud, in Ali? my opinion, would be a huge draw if properly pushed, or even Ali versus Shane. Yeah, Ali's yeah. one of those guys that you can put in there and I think he'll get over because he's just such a natural baby face. He is. Gargano's yeah. the same. I just want to cheer that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and, and you can put him with feuds against top guys, have him put in great efforts and lose. And I, I think he comes off the better for it. Absolutely, yep. Uh, I wish they would do that. Yep. We need lots more of lots of people that aren't being featured, mm-hmm. Ali mm-hmm. being one of them. How many more we got, Andy? A, a good dozen. Let's rattle through yes. them. Quick, uh, quick. Kano Mac says the, exactly the same thing from earlier. That was the uh, women's rights in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. the uh, exam nice. question. So I hope your exam went well. Uh, Fergal McClement says the Alexis thing, Twitter thing, is a dig at Sasha liking tweets burying WWE. Uh, maybe, or it's just, I think it's playing off Bailey blocking yeah. her in real life. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Jones says, the Intercontinental Championship has lost so much value over the past couple of months. How does WWE fix this? How do they fix Finn? Yeah, and the US title. Just have them on screen more. Yeah. And and give them a feud. It's not hard. Yeah, exactly. Just Cut let, the Shane McMahon stuff. Like the the Finn Andrade match at Super Showdown was probably one of the better matches yeah. on the card because they gave him a bit it of time. It was the best match on the card. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also Finn, Finn turned up without a belt and then they gave it to him half the time. like, you forgot your belt. <laughs> yeah. um, Jared Jones says, watching live for the first time. Sounds great, guys. Hi, Jared. Hi, Jared. Thanks, Thanks Jared. very much. Uh, Tim Arndt, thank you for your donation. Jobber JJ says, Tim. Pete, 24-7 is worth dying for. Is it? But, well, our truth loves mm. it that much. And Jinder Mahal to just accept the fact that our truth will die so he can win the title. Yeah, yeah, mm. sure. Late predictor Ben Greenwood says, there's so many <laughs> to choose from, but if you could choose a choose to release five people for their own good, who would you choose? For me, it's Owen, Zane, Finn, Joe Nakamura. Five people for what? To release, f- for just because to release to make them better, to make them the, better to oh, free yeah, them yeah, from yeah. WWE. Yeah, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Cesaro, Nakamura. No, Nakamura, I think's given up regardless. Yeah, uh, Chad Gable, mm-hmm. Finn, and uh, maybe Asuka. Finn. Oh yeah, Asuka's, Asuka's a good, good shout. Yeah, I mean, I I did an entire video on this last week, so I should probably be able to remember some names. But currently, my 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 brain is blank. Do a Moxley. Do a Moxley. Mm, yeah. Uh, Kevin says remember when we used to say that Raw was bad but at least Smackdown would save our weekly WWE experience thanks WWE well it's the same show now yep the yeah. wild card has merged them it's the Raw replay um, Tucker Ida Crow which is a wonderful name That's says great. nothing but thank you very much for your donation thank Rocky you. Balboa says hey Ollie Pete and Randy Ollie spelt wrong hello uh, Tim Arndt says KO seems mentally checked out if he's already lost interest how long would it take before other wrestlers to suffer the same fate mm-hmm. I don't know yeah I'm, you can sort of see it yeah EC3 uh, I don't I think that the wise thing to do is just keep your head down do your job very well and then don't renew because <laughs> they'll do, they'll add on your contract you could say do a Moxley yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah do I that mean, Good Brothers they run out in August or something like that later this year yeah. 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 Uh, Adam Pearson says I've decided I think Chopper is cool he can stay which is funny because he met you a few weeks ago and clearly he that did. wasn't enough no <laughs> he met me in person and was like ah, still not sold but now 
I've got the thumbs yeah. up. I've well, got Adam, the seal Adam of approval. Is my best friend. So yeah, you, I know. You can, uh, Tomo, speaking of which, uh, says, right. Pete, Tomo. did you know that Stomping Grounds will kick ass and take names? No, I had no idea. Oh. They didn't tell me enough. Amazing. Anton God. H says, I missed the work rate days of the 2018 SmackDown Live. Yeah, me too. Workhorses. Yeah. Uh, cool All stuff. New days 9217 so says, the guy next to me farted. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Great. that's funny. I just wasn't expecting that as a message. Fantastic. Craig Brown says, Randy Super Chat merch confirmed. Uh, Timothy Jones mm. says, if EC3 takes MJF's gimmick, does it hurt WE or AEW more? Assuming that a lot of fans don't know who MJF is, it should make a fresh take for EC3. I don't think you can take MJF's gimmick. That's no. very much his own unique thing. Yeah. EC3 can do EC3, which is very kind of similar, but they are different. You yeah. might have got excited when uh, Xavier Woods mentioned E3 on uh, SmackDown this week. Oh, mm. what? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Neil T says, new counter, please. How many flips does Owens give? Oh, Very God. few at the moment. Yeah, no. Probably negative two. So. Uh, three more then. So we've got your casual fan. To you. Thank you very much for your two generous donations. Sean Dunn says, who is going to be fake Bailey Sting while Sean's gone? <laughs> <sighs> the actual Sting. Yeah. Is fake Bailey Sting. That's true. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, and fittingly, it's Jobber JJ says, I watch Raw, SmackDown Live, especially you guys, torture and fun. I don't know what torture is. Well, I'm assuming Raw and watch SmackDown. The, watch the WWE stuff is torture. Oh, I'm oh hoping watching us is Sorry, fun. It was yeah. just a, a, a unique spelling of torture. That was all. Mm. It looks like a different word. Well, right. thank you very much for all your su- 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 super chats. Mm, uh, thank you. If you're in the London area this Friday as well, I said it before, come along to Stratford to watch Will Ospreay's frontline wrestling promotion. We're all going to be there. Our boy, Callum Newman, mm-hmm. who we gave the Wrestle Talk scholarship to, he's going to be wrestling against Nathan Cruz. There's also a mouth-watering belt between Mark Haskins and David Starr and plenty of other stuff on the show. Uh, so, yeah, go and... Buy tickets for that, and, and you can meet us oh, there. I'm going to do a run-in on the, the Callum match. And I am. Punch <laughs> Nathan Cruz. <laughs> not punching anyone. <laughs> so, I've got an email from Luke Chador, um, who it's says... a great name. It is a One fantastic One of our very name. frequent emailers as well. Um, he says, hello to Oliver Twist, Lucas from Super Smash Ultimate, Peter Griffin, and not... I don't know if I can say that. Not candy person. Um, I, <laughs> candy ass? Uh, it begins with an SH. So. Oh, okay. But it no. rhymes with Datsun, so it's like, it's... Wow. Um, yes. What, what no, no love for Blake Ham? Apparently, no. No love for... Oh. Well, this was sent a while ago. Okay. okay. So, yeah. This was forwarded from Luke, so... Um, he says, I got one heck of an 80% fact for you. The 80% fact segment is dying. That's his 80% fact. He says, I propose a new segment. What, what the flip facts... A segment where Podswafters like myself will email in WTF facts. I don't think that's a. I think that's gimmick infringement. Yeah, I don't know if we can say that, WTF. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could do something along the lines of you say a fact and then I just go, "What just happened? Wow! I what think just happened?" That's also, a gimmick infringement. No. I think I'm going to give some ups to <laughs> some of those, and then I'll give some downs to some other facts. Why? Because Here's you're right. I guess. <laughs> because you're a smart bottom. Bottom, yes. ding. Yeah. Smart bottom. Um, and he, he, said, he provided an example. He said, I'll start. There's a species of bee called the vulture bee. Instead of eating nectar from flowers, it eats scraps of meat from animal carcasses, and it makes honey with this. And then in capitals, meat honey. What the flip? 
from wow. your favorite pod swafting luchador, luchador. Did you know luchador. that cat urine glows in a black light? Really? I did not know that. That sounds like an 80% fact. I'm pretty sure it's true. Cats, uh, great do, you, for ha- raves. do you have a cat? <laughs> great yes. for raves. I often just shine black light on, on cat urine as well. Absolutely, of course you do. You have the flat of a, of a sociopathic murderer. <laughs> it's a cat, cat wee everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Splash back all over the floor. Uh, right, I'm trying to find another good one. There's one. Uh, we've got some designs for Randy Andy Datsun merch that Always someone great has for sent an audio in. Format. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'll probably just show you them afterwards. I've seen them. You've seen them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will. Don't not you sh- worry. Oh, apparently I've lost all my internet connection and all the emails that I had with it. That is a spectacular so fail, Pete. That's <laughs> fun. Uh, <laughs> Have we got any eighty percent facts quickly from myself? <laughs> like literally, it's ju- it's just that I've just lost my internet. Have connection. you enabled cookies? Uh, sure. No, I've literally actually just lost my internet connection on my laptop. So. That's fun. Um, so, splashback, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I miss Luke. <laughs> I miss Luke too. Luke has hard copies. I know. He, he prints them out. I always thought. He doesn't. I was like, <laughs> it's so weird how Luke puts his emails into a, into a document so he can read them out later. And I was like, now I know why. In case this happens. Mm. God, this is awful. This would never happen. I am though. so sorry to everyone involved uh, in this. 8% fact. Or all humans have, uh, as what, just like they've got identi- um, their unique fingerprints, they've got unique tongue prints as well. Really? Wow. That yeah. is an 80% fact. Tongue prints? Yeah. They, we are struggling, oh God, my, aren't my, we? My internet's gone as well. Oh, mine too. It's the actual internet. Oh, it's not damn. just me. It's not just <laughs> oh, me. No. I've oh, not wow. just screwed this up. Do you think this was... The toilet scenario. It's the toilet scenario. Do you think scenario? someone's crapped that toilet so bad <laughs> it's broken, broken the, the internet? internet. <laughs> Try and, mine's connected to the to a different to the wrong to one. To a mine's, different Wi-Fi. Mine's just not connected to any. I've, and now I've tried to connect back to my normal internet, and now I have to enter the password again, which I don't know. This is and amazing. This is going to be fun <laughs> because I've got my notes for SmackDown on my laptop, which I need an internet connection to view. Oh, so this is going to be really fun for the Ramble if we can't get it back. Well, who knew that that so much of this relied on the internet? <laughs> I can't even connect to internet. If the internet's not on, we can't even stream. It, we, oh, are we hard connected? We, this is connected. Is it still connected? But it, uh, does that get, still have on, internet? Get, yeah, open up an internet browser. This is now no longer this a podcast. Is, this, is just, this, is, this is a crisis this center. This is just us trying to fix things. Uh, Oh, and he's going to type on a keyboard that's turned uh, that parallel is to him. Talented. Parallel. I'm going to go with Gmail. Yeah. Do it. Gmail oh, works. It works. God. Okay, so the so computer still, still stream. Fine. Yeah, the computer so the hard still connection. Fine. But I can't do super chats. No. Oh, crap. And I can't check my notes on well, SmackDown either. I might be able to do super chats from my phone. Well, what we should do is, is we should wrap up the podcast <laughs> and see if we can fix it. I know, I know. We said, folks, yesterday that we'll we do a longer outro. Oh, yeah, but uh, but now we don't have internet to check any. Na- of the now, emails. now we're going live <laughs> in ten minutes with no internet. Um, so, Pete, this has been great. T- t- take us home. <laughs> oh God, I need to say things. I haven't thought about this again. Those weren't so, on the internet notes too, were they? 
uh, yes, I will say that those are on internet notes that I now can't see, even though they're totally not. Uh, well, this has been the WrestleRama podcast for SmackDown. Laurie's Thanks just message to say they've got for, they've lost internet. They've as well. lost internet as oh, well. Fantastic, no. dear God. It's got it's, it's an spreading. office-wide problem. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow for the NXT Ramble when it will be me and Laurie talking about NXT and internet. If hopefully if with internet. internet, yeah, that would be great. Love you all. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.